hopefully. Um, the 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 retitled uh, technical difficulties podcast, aka best slash worst. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're we're hopefully we'll see how this goes if we can make it make this into a podcast that actually has new episodes <laughs> that work. So cross your fingers, like Mason said, rub your uh, uh, rabbit's foot and see if this this can work this time. Uh, but oh, hope Kurt, everyone's we, doing okay. What's that? Yeah. I was going to tell you, we did have an idea that we thought would be fun. Because that last episode we did was so so much fun about the cereal. But since you are absent in the entire thing, um, and we, we lost your track never to be recovered, we were thinking we could listen to it back in the podcast, and then you can do your best to like <laughs> fill in the blanks. Like director's commentary? Were, yes, like what you were thinking and what you must have said there. And then we could pause it and also revisit if we still agree. Like maybe some of us went and tried some of the things. Could be fun. Yeah. It would take like it would take like three and a half hours because the show is already pretty long. But I don't know. I think yeah, it would be yeah, good. I like extended it. Extended commentary. Yeah. The, the later the bonus. Yeah. Is that that's confirmed yeah. this the serial episode was like three hours? I mean, because that the serial is <laughs> No, I'm just figuring if we like pause it. Oh, I see. Add, add our own commentary. Uh, then pe- people have been clamoring commentary to the people long commentary. Cla- yeah, they've been clamoring for that, so I think we should probably probably do that. <laughs> right. I mean, they want they want to know what goes on behind the scenes. How does this magic happen? It's, I mean, a lot of hard work. The least we could do is give them a little insight. Sent up demand. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. So, um, we uh, again, you have Joey. Mason, Sarah, mm-hmm. and myself, Kurt, um, Justin is is off on a romantic getaway, I believe. Um, yes. So we are uh, just us four, and so this week we are talking about starter jobs. So we made it kind of general, just um, not necessarily first jobs, but kind of the 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 early jobs that you have when you're, um, you know, heck, even kind of a tween into a teenager. Um, you know, sometimes it's maybe, um, you know, those under the table jobs and some are your real, <laughs> your real official first jobs, according to the, to the U S government. Um, and, and just because I think there's, uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's definitely some ways to go there. So, um, that's what we're looking at this time. And I just wanted to say, uh, uh, a sincere, you're welcome to all of our fans who are, Maybe, you know, it's summertime and they're coming out. It's They're thinking about their first job. And I, I, I think that we can give them some guidance, like all of our young fans. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 we have a big teen pop, population that listens to this podcast. So right, right. I really feel like we're, we're serving them. I mean, this is a kind of a our homage to, to all our teens. This, this is a, almost a PSA on first jobs. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going to be starting what next couple of weeks here. Even now, I guess we're already into summer. Yeah. I mean, oh, people could be <clears throat> starting them up right and, now. And Kurt, you know, Kurt can t- teach them some lessons about getting a job, and then uh, before you even start, just changing it for a, a better job. <laughs> Especially like a, when your friend recommends you for a job, and you're say, like, actually, I'm going to quit. I will. I will say this. This is something that's been on the, on my mind. Just just let's thinking about the topic today. Just kind of briefly thinking about it and what what I was going to talk about. And uh, there's been a definite paradigm shift in like 
you know, people's first jobs generally are in like a customer service type of position where you're kind of placed in front of people for the first time in your life. I hear like drums in the background. Is that? Uh... Yeah, that's me. I was adjusting. Oh. Go for it. <laughs> and, and it's a customer service job. And, you know, the first hey, <laughs> the first thing you learn in a customer service job is that the customer is always right. It's drilled into you. Do not, you know, oh, do God. your best to go out of your way for the customer. The customer, no matter how angry the customer is, you, you're supposed to, you know, be of service to them. I think there's been a shift away from that in, in these kind of entry level customer service jobs. To where oh yeah now it's less about customer service it's more about telling you where and where you can't go and touch and do <laughs> what you can't do it's and, and it's, it's a complete change in how we operate on a customer service level now you have people that are you know in these positions basically like you know they're authoritarian figures in in, in like a in, in the store and, and like you have to abide by their rules and it's creating a kind of a, a little bit of a I don't know, a little, little bit of conflicts. Uh, Which is unfortunate because at this day and age, like you need to encourage people to go into a store to buy things. Yeah. So yeah. if you're making an let unpleasant me, environment. Let me give you a quick example. So I, I went camping last week or a couple of weeks ago and I went to REI to get, to get a few things, right? In REI, you think, you know, can we, can we just call out company names? I mean, we could lose some sponsorships yeah. here, but. REI, yeah. you think, you know, when I think Fuck. REI, I think, you know, they have a certain expertise, they have a certain special specialty, uh, and and I think I think pretty good customer service. So I walk in, I'm looking for a real specific thing, and I called beforehand to make sure that they had it. Drove to REI, walked in, and I'm walking around, and I'm, you know, it's that, that awkward moment where I don't want to ask someone for help, but I want someone to come up to me. But <laughs> then it goes on a little too long, and then eventually I just have to ask someone for help. So this young man's walking by me. He has an REI kind of shirt on. And I go, do you know where the you know, cat poles are? And he turns to me. He goes, <laughs> you picked the wrong guy. I work the cash register. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, that is not helpful at all. And, and I'm like, I, furthermore, I'm not going to shop here anymore because of just that experience. Because I was so pissed off about it. It made me so mad. And is that's kind of that, Joey, you have... No, go ahead. Can I play devil's advocate? I was just yeah. like, it sounds like that guy's kind of funny. It is, no, it is you funny. You sound like an old man. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Joey man. turned into the old man that we're all going to be like, yeah. And then on my first shop, this guy yelled at I did. me. Like, you're I did, that but, guy. But I, I used to, I, I remember in, in, in that kind of environment <laughs> that I would, if someone asked me a question, I would be like, I'd go out of my way to help that person. And yes, I do sound like an old man right now. But that kind of I will never crazy... bring my service back here again. I will not. No, 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 I didn't say that. Anymore. No, that, this is my internal thinking. This, this, oh, this okay, is okay. said. No, I didn't oh, say okay. that. Okay. I, I, I did you tell. Said it. No, I didn't. I'm writing tell, an email. No, I did. I was, did you ask to talk to his manager? Not at all. I just turned to him and in a very kind of non-confrontational, confrontational way, I said, "That is super unhelpful," and I, and and just walked away. Mm, but I mean, right. like, like, come on. But anyway, I digress. Right. Did they have tent poles? Um, it turns out they didn't. So it was like fuel, fuel <laughs> on my fire. Like, oh, like, God. like they said they had it. I drove out there. I took half hour of my day to find oh, the tent Oh, they pole. did say they had it. I thought you like went to a store and were like, can you tell me where I find the such and such? And no, they're no, like, no. I don't know. Maybe and I didn't articulate the story enough. I had called before I went. I said, oh, do you have this okay. specific 12-inch tent pole or whatever? Oh. And, 
they said yes. And I drove there. And then the first guy said, the guy told me, I don't, I don't do How that. How does REI and I have fucking temp holes? Yeah, like, it's not the, like. You know who's amazing? Any Mountain, the best oh. outdoor store on the planet. Nice. Do we even have? We don't have one near it's us. Sponsor. Anymore, I don't think. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sponsored by. <laughs> sponsored by any mountain. Don't shop at REI. Fuck REI. We did oh, make that so, previous story so, up, but it's okay. <laughs> one of my first. One of my first jobs was um, being a greeter at Brickstone. Right. So Brickstone was it was a camp job. Oh, yeah. It was during the holidays. I mean, this is I had lots of jobs before that, but this is like a real, you know, my first job at the mall, and I'm a greeter. And, and it's funny, when I think about greeters back then, greeters would be like, hey, how's it going? Welcome. And you have to like pitch a product. Like, do you know, you know, we have this new uh, Tempur-Pedic Swedish pillow, you know, that was developed by the Space Shuttle Columbia scientists. Now you can like, you know, now it's super soft and blah, blah, blah. Now those same greeters are telling you, you got you to gotta go here. You can't touch that. Put your mask, take your mask on, put your mask on. It's completely different. <laughs> This is like you've been yelled at by like a lot of retail people lately. Like, I oh, don't know. Sarah, Sarah, I've gotten in more squirmishes. I wouldn't call them fights, but squirmishes over the last year with just people in retail establishments than ever in my life before. Because I cannot be told what to do. And when people tell me what to do, <laughs> I, have to, I have to say something. I, I don't like that it. Is- that is a well that's a prototypical joey yeah that's yeah that's one and of your more, key tenants yeah. yeah the more trivial it is the worse the worse yeah. it is and, oh yeah and especially if it's just if, if the hypocrisy just slaps you in the face and you just yeah. think about how stupid it is <laughs> yeah i get i get angry i get angry but zero what was your very first job yeah oh my, sorry. my oh, sorry. very the very first i mean well very very first yeah, and this all probably, the way back all the way back to this i used to this probably doesn't count but i would like to say that i was a self-made entrepreneur when my mom would get like bouquets of flowers i would let them dry out and then i would take the back of my dad's truck and turn it into a factory and i would take our kleenex and ribbon and my mom's perfume and i would crumble the flowers up and make potpourri little packets i'd wrap the kleenex and tie it and I'd fill my wagon and go door to door and sell them for 10 cents. That wow. So, um, that is business plan being real. that I didn't purchase, I didn't purchase the any of the items. That's the most feminine first job I've ever <laughs> like, heard of. It, I yeah. really thought about though. Like I was like, I didn't have to purchase anything. So there are no costs off the top. I just took everything from my house, right. you know, and then I don't know how much money I ever I made, but I really charging loved enough, it. Frankly. I know, right? Yeah. 10, 10 cents is a steal. Was it yeah. 10 cents? Yeah, and then I would, my mom would get like sweet honesty from Avon. I don't know if you guys remember Avon. It was like the Avon Avon lady. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they deliver your makeup. It was like the original multi level marketing, right? Yeah, and there'd be like a certain scent, and I was like, this is good. And I'd just spray (laughs) it in my little flowers. Yeah, yeah, so I was like door to door salesman. Very young, though. That was, I was really like seven. Which is kind of weird to think about a seven-year-old now walking around by themselves selling things door to door, but yeah, um, yeah. is it weird? Is it weird? CPS. Is it weird? I, mean, it I is. feel like I feel like we've been jaded. I feel like I, I, this is a whole other topic, but is it weird for kids to be independent and walking around? Is it is the no. world more dangerous than it was before? No, no I it's actually don't. Dangerous. I don't think it is. No, but I but <laughs> I think from like. Most Emotional, of the time, you're not yeah. going to see a seven-year-old walking around by themselves unattended. True. But no, I, is it actually more dangerous? Probably not. Uh, we were just more unaware before. I think, I think, yeah, I think that's 
now any single like, thing we, can happen anywhere and everyone hears about everyone it. Everyone hears yeah, we, about, oh sees God. it. Yeah. We were this less exploited yeah. before than we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Our fear is people in, yeah, people in my neighborhood freak out when Lincoln rides his bike around by himself. It's, it's so it's, important for them, I think, to have that like sense of independence and that, yes. that knowing that I can take care of myself and be yeah, responsible. Exactly. I mean I, I let my kids just kind of walk through their friend's house in the neighborhood and I just pray that they look both ways when they cross the street and I just hope that they just do the right thing. But it's very really important for their development just to get out there and be independent. Get it and, yeah, and get I do the same job, thing. I, job. I leave them home for a weekend with there's food in the fridge, <laughs> and, you know, like yeah. I, I leave plenty of litter in the box. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Kids can learn. Learning. Yeah. Let's do it. You got a cell phone? Come on. <laughs> How about you, Mason? Sure, what, what was, was your very first? Um, what was my first job? Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Theft on you. Um, <laughs> I think my first job was either. I can't remember which came first. It was either a paper route. So mm. I had a paper route. And I think it's oh. so strange. Paper routes Awful. are a bizarre thing. Like I, I was like 10 and then they, they don't really, I don't think it sinks in when you first get a paper route that you it's now have to wake up at five 30 in the morning every day. <laughs> Maybe the hardest job ever. every day. No, <laughs> no days off seven days a week. And then there's going to be this pile of papers on your front porch and there goes my camera. And um, <laughs> can you guys see me? No. 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 Great. Um, and you've got to like put it in a bag and walk around the neighborhood and throw out these things in the middle, like basically what feels like the middle of the night. And I think, I think, and, that, I think, Mace, yeah. just to add on to that, what? the worst part of that job is that they not only make you do that, but they make you chase down your own money. So you have that's to, what I was going to say. That's yeah. the weirdest yeah, part. Huh. Like you have to go knock on what they couldn't figure out how to send a bill to people. <laughs> so you have to once a month, you got to walk around to each person, knock on their door and collect seven bucks for their, their paper subscription. And if they don't answer and then you don't get paid. And that's that's just like, you're like sorry, kid, that's that's how you collect your money. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. Would you think about it? Like, how how did that business model work? I mean. And maybe that's oh, part it's, of the reason why newspapers are having a yeah. time. It's yeah. child exploitation. Like they know that you know kids, kids making two fifty an hour, they're okay with that because they just never, they can't get a job doing anything else. You're 12, 11 years right. old. So this is the best yeah. job you can get. And your, yeah. and then your, your competition is people who are trying to like use their car to deliver papers oh, and they have ten paper routes. And those people are crazy. I I yeah. wanted a paper route and I tried it. I, I thankfully instead of getting one, I actually just tried it. I was spent the night at my cousin's house and she was watching someone's house and part of the deal was she had to do their paper route for them. Mm. And I helped her out on a Sunday morning and I was so Ooh, Sunday. Sunday. So the papers are really Sunday's big and we had to Huge. fold them all together and stuff them. And then I was too tiny to keep the bike balanced with the weight of the paper. So every time I'd get on the bike, it would fall over. And I couldn't even, so I had to walk the bike. I couldn't even get on the bike until I got rid of a certain number of papers. So anyways, I learned quickly it was not the job, which is good. God, you, got, and then you yeah. had circular days. You had Sundays. You had those days that were like the papers yeah. were like, I remember I helped you out. You, you, would, you would go and uh, go away with your uh, family uh, and then you'd be like, Joe, can you come oh, yeah. over? Be like, Shit, yeah, you got to find a backup. You if you, you want to take a vacation, 
then you have to find someone to deliver the papers for you. Just remember putting that sack around my bike, this big paper sack, you yeah. put papers on each side and like it, your bike would be unbalanced and it would it's weaving around, it's yeah. weaving around. Yeah. Rub against your and tire. you're in the dark, walking up and down the street, and you know, and uh, like people are going to work, and you're trying not to get run over. It was, uh, but I actually have really fond memories of it, even though it was a slog, because it was. Sometimes there were these moments of exhilaration when it was the felt like the only person on earth, and it was the, you know, it was the early morning, and once you you had all this weight off your shoulders because you had literally thrown it on people's porch and then <laughs> you were kind of walking home and the day's starting so i like that part of it everything else i don't know <laughs> sucks yeah we also had yeah. a lawnmower like a it was like a landscaping business of sorts joey and i did this together we were the worst landscapers ever <laughs> you were landscaping we, we suckered a couple uh, people into paying us to mow their lawn and like I would take my parents' lawnmower. I remember once we walked that lawnmower oh, all the way down Morello, like all the way down Morello to Seven Eleven, and just knocked on doors. This lady oh, was yeah. going to pay That's us like sixty way. bucks to to do her yard, but then her yard had so many weeds, right. and so I like mowed the lawn, and then we were just going like, "Ah, oh, do we really have to do all these weeds so much?" <laughs> and eventually, I think she she said that we could. She gave us like forty bucks and was like, "You can go home." <laughs> you're not doing a good job actually i think there were several jobs we had like that where people were, were like okay can you do this whole area and then oh do you remember the guy who lived behind us at paul his, his dad hired us he had just a rat's nest of a yard and he wanted us to weed the whole thing and i think we <laughs> eventually quit we we did the front part and we're like no we're done no no way this is well, too much I work I, I, not worth it your HO, the HOA, they wanted they wanted us to landscape the whole like hill, and or, like, yeah, whole weeds, and that was pick just weeds. pick yeah. weeds. That was that seemed to that was a little overwhelming. When you're a kid and a job <laughs> like runs into three hours, it's it, it feels like a literally when you're a kid and your <laughs> no. job runs into time that you could be playing video games and doing other stuff. Yeah. it becomes like yeah. it becomes too much. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh. well, this is not yeah, overwhelming. Is, yeah. yeah, it just is. It's like having cool money in down. your piggy bank is cool, but also, you know, you don't actually yeah. need it at that point. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Money. Money. Your parents, you, you know, know. I mean, my like parents were a little, to pay my rent. parents were a little bit stingy with the money. So it was, it was I, I like mm. making my own money. Getting, yeah. Going down to the arcade and spending my own money. Or yeah. money on arcade, <laughs> on arcade games. Blowing, blowing, blowing your own lawn yeah, money. On yeah, your, 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 your two-week paycheck for paper routes can go in like two hours in an arcade. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Kurt? Oh, yeah. uh, How about pa you? Paper route was mine. Uh, shout out to the Irvine World News. Nice. Um, that was my first uh, paper. But but yeah, it, I, it's terrible. Because I, yeah, I have that on my list of, of worst just because it's, and I, I remember I did that during college too. Oh, uh, did we, we, yeah, me and uh, an ex, uh, an ex girlfriend, we, we did that early mornings, and it, it wow. like, yeah, it was. We did like a couple giant apartment complexes, and it was just awful, mm. awful. So, so yeah, that's a, that, that that that's a pretty terrible one as far as like first first job goes. And it's a grind, and there's not really a lot of upside in terms of like cash. 
no. And there's no there's no vertical You're limited movement by the profit the margin of newspaper. <laughs> you kind of you kind of hit, hit your ceiling right when you get the job. Like there's nowhere else you can go. You're not going to move up. <laughs> well, that's what that's what's crazy though is it's like like kids like if a kid would listen to this, they'd be like fucking paper route. Like yeah. what I I. What do you like? I don't even I, understand. I like, had to explain to uh, to my son Gus that my, one of my first one of my first jobs was helping a you know a friend of mine with a paper route, and he's like, "What's a paper route?" I'm like, "You know, you get newspaper. <laughs> What's a newspaper?" And it's like, well, he went to the rabbit hole of like, "What? Why do people get newspapers? Why didn't people get newspapers?" You know? <laughs> Strange. It's not a yeah. It's not a problem that is uh, yeah. existing anymore. No. <laughs> It's, yeah. Wow. It's weird. So for so on um so for some of the best that, that I had um and too I'm sure we'll probably all go some on experience and some from from just thoughts. But um one one of the uh early jobs uh that that I had was working at a record store. Oh, I remember. Um, mm. Again, you know, you can you can file this one under things that <laughs> don't exist all that much record anymore. Store? Um, what record store? Warehouse. Where? Oh, well, that's Blockbuster, right. Blockbuster Music. Oh, Blockbuster right. Music. Blockbuster yeah. Music. Blockbuster Music first. Yes, and that and so that was a place where um, you could listen to CDs before you bought them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we would open the CDs. We had a bar that had headphones on it, wow. and so people would bring a CD and you could listen to it before you bought it to see <laughs> if you liked it. But it was it was a it was. A, a super fun job yeah, just because it's like dealing with music all day and you got like you know they would send promo cds and we would get them you know like weeks early um and they would send you know, concert tickets and just like wow. at the end of the day it's just not that difficult of a job you know like stocking cds and opening right. cds and talking about music and helping people find good music so that was um yeah that that i think as far as early jobs, and again, that's not really something <laughs> a lot of kids are going to be running out and doing um, anymore. But but that was for, for me that one is pretty high on the list. Although record stores have made a comeback in re- compared to like the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that like vinyl, like vinyl record stores yeah. it's selling a, it's a, more it's now than it ever has. I mean, compared to pre like digital it is music, a, yeah, it, it yeah. Is a novel, it is a novelty. Uh, it, right. You know, there's a certain novelty to it. I, I think that, but back back in the day, music stores were kind of a cultural, almost a cultural like hangout. You know, uh, if yeah. you went to an indie, like a even a big box or an indie record store, that's where people went to like find their culture and their their mm-hmm. you know their music community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I also had because um, I never was actually one, but it was the early day. But I have lifeguard as a, cool um, a, a a good first job. Right. Um, you know, I I worked at a water park, um, water, water, water world, world USA. Um, and uh, but but and and that doing some of the other shit jobs at a water park not not a great job, like working like giving handing out tubes or like working the locker rental. Like um, I, did, but I was tube and th- locker rentals, water world USA. Yes. Well, you guys both yes. worked there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you Wait, guys know the story yeah. about when Kurt got his job at Waterworld? What's the story? 
I worked at Office Max. I was a customer service guy at Office Max, and I'd been there for like six months. And then Kurt was looking for a job for summer. And I went to my manager, and I was like, my friend's looking for a job. Can we get him a spot? And Kurt came in, I think. Uh, did you come in and do an interview? I don't know if they interview for that kind of thing. I worked there. Are you no, saying that I worked there? I 100% worked there. <laughs> at Office Max? Yes. Because I, I remember, I, I seem to remember that like it was your first day and you called in. We're like, no. I took a job at Waterworld. I'm out. <laughs> no, I worked there for like six months. No, really? Oh, yes. I, I, I must wow, have like romantic. We're learning new things here. Yeah. I made you, a, I made you like a villain in See, my you head. You made me a villain. You where I got you the job and it was your first day and on your first day you called out and we're like, I'm out. It's a, it's a better maybe story. I just remember maybe, that is a better maybe story. I called in sick or something, but no, I, I worked there, yeah, because I yes, because we and then stole pens and all sorts of shit together. Whoa, oh, okay, whoa, I didn't whoa, know you whoa. did that with me. Whoa. And then I, because I remember being very jealous of you working the water world. But then, like, I made like two bucks more an hour at uh, Office Max, and I was like, how could Kurt work at Waterworld when he makes two dollars less an hour? And, and <laughs> certain status about Waterworld. Yeah, I have a, I have a question, yeah, Kurt. Yeah. I don't know if you. <laughs> remember this but this memory came up for me we went to the water world usa they were it was like a big deal because they're opening and they had this big all the employees were going to this one space for this big i I don't know where you go sign papers i don't know what it was and we were in the parking lot at sun valley mall by wells fargo and we tried to pull out and we like maybe cut someone off by accident i don't recall but this dude stopped his car in the middle of contra costa boulevard got out ran towards you were driving and ran towards your door remember this. and tried to like go and i just remember i looked at you and you went <laughs> and you floored it and he goes it's like Arr! we peel out we pull out and we just drive away and we just never spoke of it again and i swear i was like i wonder if kurt remembers this like i don't like i, I don't know if we like i honestly have off. no recollection of that well you blocked it out i swear it I'm happened surprised too because that's like a traumatic experience yeah i remember i was like totally shaking and this guy got out of his car and was just red-faced and like i feel like he had a tank top on and musket like i don't know if i like how much of this i'm making up i do know he stopped his car got out and ran towards your door and we just like yelled out now that oh, i know you? i made up the story about kurt quitting on his first day it's possible Who knows this guy this was is. just walking to his car and, and he was like headed in your general direction. You were like, oh my God, he's coming <laughs> he's In my recollection. All this shit happened to Kurt. Yeah, in my this recollection, kid, he stopped in the middle of the road. But very who knows? active imagination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my job at Waterworld was literally one of the worst jobs I've ever had. I mean, I was, so there was, the lifeguards were like, the lifeguards were like, They'd walk by with Super their whistles cool. and everyone would be like, oh, they're so good looking. And it was like a movie. It was it, it was literally the, like the experience of like a teen movie. And I was in tube and locker rentals. Yeah, we were in the same. We were in there too. Okay. Yeah. In the first, the first yeah. day, they decided the best thing to do is that everyone has to put a $2 deposit on their tube and locker. And they have to bring their receipt back at the end of the day after going to the water park. And then oh, we great. could give them their two dollars. Well, and it's after, your responsibility yeah. to check. So right? they, the only, Guess how that the went. only way you can give them two dollars is if you have that piece of paper in your hand. So people came back and they just had mush and they'd like throw it at you. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, sir, I can't give you the give me that. And people are screaming at you uh, over their two dollars. Yeah, yelling. It was 
we i literally remember standing there holding like i don't know four hundred dollars and two dollar like dollar bills with 150 people around me just yelling and throwing like little like oh receipt chunks it was at so me. unorganized it's just like throwing these poor teenagers to the wolves it yes. was so awful terrible. like who designed that idea let's let's you have to have a receipt to return and yeah it was yeah it, it was bad that's all i can say yeah still a cool job it's still a cool job satisfied to tell people that was your job in high school you're like yeah i worked at the water park Oh, well, the, the other thing, the other thing that I did at the water park was they promised if you stayed on, I was the only employee in the department that stayed on the entire summer. It ran through like October, right? I stayed, I went like May through October and you're going to get a bonus for every hour that you worked. And I got this bonus check and I kid you not, it was like $16 and 84 cents. <laughs> like extra slap money in the face. for like the entire uh, summer. Yeah. And Where did you like, go first, Sarah? You're so, you're so good. You were so loyal. Like you stayed on and they're like, you you're going to get that bonus day. check. Yeah. I got heat stroke once. <laughs> I'm like, I got sent home with heat stroke. Uh, yes. Like I swear it was like 16 bucks. I wish I could find that check. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. It was not all that it was. It's the first case of and we had to, we had, we had to blow up the t the brand new tubes too, <laughs> like they had gotten the shipment. Like it, because it was this water park was brand new, and so they got the That's shipment right. of all the tubes, and so we had to blow up like a thousand tubes. It was by uh, mouth. No, that'd be that's, that's no. They had a machine. They had a thing, oh, okay, but you. Okay. They had a machine, but still, it's like <laughs> your hand smelled like that vinyl. You know that yeah. terrible vinyl <gasps> smell. That uh. do you guys ever? So maybe this is just me, but I have a weird thing that I always want to try and blow up inflatables by mouth. Like I have a pump, but I always want to try and do it. I'm like, it. it's like a. It's yeah. I want to. I'm like, I'm gonna do it, even if it's Conquer giant. It. Yeah fucking like sofa i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm, I'm just gonna sit I, I, here i'm I gonna commit this. to the next hour i'm just gonna do deep breaths and try not to <laughs> i bought i bought I this what's wrong with me yeah i bought this uh this floaty it was like a sectional like jacuzzi and pool i tried to do it by mouth it was the middle of summer and almost stroked out i swear to god i had to lay down you feel so terrible when you have the end Every time I see a tube, I think, oh, no problem. I'll have no problem blowing it up. And that's where I, yeah. so it's not like I want to do it, but in my head, yeah. I'm like, oh, I got this. And literally after like two breaths, I'm like, I can't do it. Like <laughs> it's very stars. concerning. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, no. okay. So I just yeah, always think is. I can do it and I can't. That's, that's, that's a good yeah. point. That's a really good point. There's some sort of like, it's like a challenge. Like I, I do the same thing. Like, like before yeah. I have a hand pump and it seems like that would be like the first thing I go to. But I just want to blow it up, and I'm, I'm going to go yeah. for it. It's weird. It's a weird thing. You're right. <laughs> and I still do it. I still do it. We even have one of the little motorized, you know, for air mattress thing yeah. now with different size Attachments, things. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> stupid. Well, I, I worked at a – when I, I moved to L.A. when I was, like, 19, and the first job I, I had was um, – I was working at a place called Robex Juice part-time. And Robex Juice was like Jamba Juice. It was like a competitor at the time. It was one of the worst jobs ever because of just that noise, that constant, like, that, that blending noise. Oh. And it just never stops. And it goes on all day. And it's, it's just terrible. And all you're doing is just 
scooping and it's they're just do the same thing over and over. You scoop the same things in. I worked there for about two weeks. I never, I, I don't know if you guys two had this weeks. experience before, but have you ever had a job and just never gone back for your final paycheck? Just said, fuck it. I'm not <laughs> even going back there. It's not even worth it. No, oh, no. I've, I've, I've had at least that. two jobs where I just didn't even show up. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Joe, Sarah yeah. just told us she stayed on off season for $16. <laughs> 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 She is loyal. I bet you there's like a website I can go to where I have like uncollected uh, there's like uncollected I, funds. Probably like, right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you like, there's some money out there. Because I, I, there's a been a few jobs where I'm like, I don't even want to see I don't even want to walk in here anymore. I'm not even gonna right. collect my my last paycheck. I'm out. <laughs> there's only been one job that I got and then called never actually worked, called and quit. And I felt I still to this day have like a sense of guilt because I felt <laughs> like I let them down. Like it's a, what but is it, it? so I I I had a, already was working two other retail jobs and I secured a third one over holiday at Banana <laughs> Republic to oh. really bring in some extra income. But they it was gonna be over my holiday break and when they gave me my schedule, they neglected to tell me that it also included like all these on call hours. So not only would I be scheduled, but like every single day I'd have to be on call by a phone and be able to come in like within an hour. And I was like, I don't like that is not what I signed up for. Yeah. So I just called up and quit. And I remember Pacey, it was like a whole discussion with my family. Oh, I make everything so much more difficult than it needs to be. I called <laughs> I felt guilty. I wouldn't walk by Banana Republic for like yeah. two years. <laughs> like, even though I worked on the other side of the mall, like I worked at another store. Actually. Shout out I to may structure. have been shout out to structure. Yeah, I may have been working as an elf, uh, or a Santa assistant at the same season. So, anyways, but yeah, so that was my only structure too. I worked structure. I worked as a, That's a structure is a cool store. Santa like helper, structure. and then I dropped <clears throat> Banana Republic. It was a little, a little too heavy. How does Santa helper work? Awful. So it was. I would imagine the um the the. The work was not bad, actually. So you would think it, it actually wasn't the people, but we had like a nightmarish um, uh, manager who would just like oh. scream at us all the time. Oh. So and it's crazy because it's like the simplest thing, like it's little kids. You're, you know, like Santa kids, let's have fun. I really thought I was going to dress up in a cute outfit, like be in the middle of I don't know what I was thinking, like be in the middle of the mall, like, hey, everybody it'd be really fun. But our, yeah, our manager was just so mean and she be like elf. Yeah. That's like how I imagine. But yeah, it was, it was not good. The manager was mean. She was mean to people. People complained a lot. Um, it, I only did it one season. I don't recommend that. There, there is a fun comedy book. Um, David Sedaris wrote, uh, called the Santa land diaries, which is about his experience as a, as an elf working <laughs> at a, santa shoot yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah so but in my case it wasn't the people it was just the manager which i'm sure isn't it, isn't i'm sure like, that's not always the case so no it's not but but isn't it funny like how like these you know first jobs these retail jobs customer service jobs the expectations are so high to, you know so in high terms of your in terms of your commitment and time enthusiasm and, and, it, and it's like and it's like but, but the compensation doesn't match the kind of demands right. that they expect of you and and as you become more of a professional you kind of go go on in your career it kind of flips like you don't need a tough manager or mean manager and all these expectations of like you know you know you have to be in here you have to you have to show up to work at this time and do this and do right. that like it's it's right yeah 
the it's, compensation doesn't match the the amount of uh, dedication they, they they want from you. They require, yeah, they require yeah. from you. It's just so so. Let, let, let's talk. Let's talk retail for a minute because yeah. I think that's like a big, <laughs> probably a big group of these yeah. that we all we we all did retail. Yep. And I feel like so there's there, there's a few things I want to talk about. So not number one is like just is just the the shittiest training possible to prepare you for like what you what you're going to experience you know especially too i mean a lot of times it's like your first or second job and like you're just unfamiliar with how a lot of the shit works you know what i mean and then too like just you know like asking kids to handle that amount of cash you know what i mean like especially if you work in a busy store like that's a lot of fucking cash and i remember like the pressure on you to like if you had to balance your drawer and if, right. if it didn't it felt like like they told like Go they made jail. it seem like well yeah. we're probably gonna call the yeah, cops yeah, yeah, you're gonna get fired. You know what so mean? this true. is why i stole pens and calculators not cash so true <laughs> sorry uh, i re- i remember wait. working at structure during holiday the the man the man the man store structure. You sound so British when you say holiday. Holiday. I don't know why. Really <laughs> regal. It sounds nice. Oh, we'll holiday. Oh, I was in holiday. Work, On holiday. But <laughs> at Stone Valley Mall. It's quite nice. The Boxing um, Day celebration. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I was oh, using the goodness. register and an older, much like older man who seemed a little bit impatient. There are real long lines. And you know how stressful that is in retail. Long lines. People are yeah. impatient. It's like holiday rush. And I couldn't. I, I did it, whatever. He gave me the change. And then he gave me like a different amount of like change to try to make the money come back exact. But I was so scattered. Oh, I didn't I quite understand. Move. So I'm trying to like put in the thing. And he just starts screaming at me <laughs> about how kids today are dumb and don't know how to do math. And I shouldn't even be using the register. But the whole point is you have to click into the register exactly what you're doing. And I, I mean, like, it was like traumatizing. Was, I was, was like shaking. Was and there's no manager. Like, everyone's just yelling at me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What are you too stupid? Come like, like, on now, guys. Oh, guys, guys. Listen, listen. When 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 the service is so egregious, it's so terrible. I will say something, but I'm not like gonna. But kids on you can't add fifteen eighty five. What's wrong with you? Kids on blast. Trust me, ever. Come on now. I don't know, Joey. You said you've had a lot of a lot of. That, that, that's that is specific. Oh, here comes this fucking that's, guy. That's that's just specific to stupid masking policies that I've been yelling at people for the last year about. Oh, you know what, though? I, so one thing I will say positive about retail experiences is that I remember like my friends, you know, you have these comrades that you work with at these places because the job is basically to be a, you know, a punching bag yeah, so for robot the customers. Yeah. <laughs> and so the only people you had to talk to, because you have some guy who's your manager who looking back is like a. Come on now, be nice. He's a okay. <laughs> probably no, don't be nice. Life didn't Shoot probably didn't work out great for them, oh, and geez. so there. That's where some of the anger is coming. And then there's these other kids who are all just lost and not trained well and dealing with asshole customers. And I did have these deep like relationships 
friendships with people that I worked with in this situations because I think the trauma you, that you shared, you could bond, yeah, shared, you could bond yeah. over and just like, so I like, I can remember all the people I was friends with at those shitty jobs oh, yeah. when I was getting pissed on by customers who, who you would go back and be like that fucking guy, you don't believe what he said. <laughs> And it made it. It made it okay. Yeah, there's a certain camaraderie. And, yeah. and, you know, yeah. I think I, there's. Uh, we should talk also talk about the direct proportional relationship between between how shitty your job is and how much you call in sick to that job. Because that that for me, <laughs> that was like if the job was shitty, I'm just gonna make up any excuse to call in sick whenever I want. As much as <laughs> oh, I, want. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. I know. It. I can't. I made either. up some heinous excuses, some terrible excuses why I couldn't show up to work. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna get into it right now, but. I Actually, would I will. Her, I will. Like, I will. Yeah. Here's, here, here. yeah. I, the statute of limitations. So I was, I was, I was yeah. working at That's Sam right. Goody. Working at Sam Goody. I think uh, Kurt, we were living together. Uh, first apartment might have uh, might have partied a little too late. I had to show up early to some shitty job at Sam Goody. I'm like, fuck this. I called. I called up <laughs> Sam Goody. I said, you know, my grandmother's in the hospital. I can't make it. it totally oh, no. made this shit up. <laughs> Totally made it up. It was oh a bad excuse. But like, what, what is a manager supposed to say? Like, well, you know, you got to show, show me proof. You know, so he's like, oh, man, that's terrible. Okay, no problem. Well, that was the one day my mother decided to come see me at work, which she never, ever, ever did. Oh, no. So she came into work and she says, uh, is Joey here? And they said, and they said, no, uh, Joey's like, my mother's in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my Jesus. God. Oh, I, never heard, I never heard oh. the end of that. And I mean, like, what oh, are the odds wow. that your mother shows up to your job? By the way, this lady never showed up to anything in my whole life. She shows up to my job that day <laughs> and asks where I am. Oh god, that's like a that's like a movie. Uh, <laughs> it is totally, situation. yeah, totally. right. Like, yeah. it's almost Ferris <laughs> Bueller thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Well, all the way. Well, Sam, Sam Goody. Sam Goody was actually one of my worst jobs because I, I don't know if it's related, but um, they. I, I was a seasonal job, and they didn't hire me on for the rest of the year. I'm like, you're fucking picking these douchebags over me. Like, you're not gonna hire, no. you know, because they they would have to make a cut after after the Christmas holiday is done, and no. um, I was cut. So you were from, insulted. I was cut <clears throat> from Sam Goody. I mean, like, you know how demoralizing <laughs> this is. Like, you know who I am? Uh, as an 18-year-old, I mean, like, what am I doing uh, with my life where Sam Goody does, is, like, rejecting me? <laughs> Again, if I could play devil's advocate, you did call out by saying well, your never, grandmother that, was saying. Yeah, that oh, never you. came back. Like, oh, wait, that's true, though. You, know, you live and you learn. See, that's, the first, that's the good thing about first jobs is it, tr- it, helps, you, it helps teach you what not to do. That's true. And yes. to go along with your career. Yeah, because it's never yeah. going to be your, I, hopefully, your life job. You know what I mean? I mean, and I think that's also why it's so shitty is because it's everyone knows this is like we don't. There's no reason to invest in this person yeah. who's working this job because they're not going to stay here. They're not going to like be a lifer, and if they are, then we probably don't want that type of person to work here because they're they have no ambition or like sort of incentive to to grow because there's no growth in. Retail jobs, <laughs> unfortunately, maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. or maybe just is what it is. Well, and, and too that's yeah, that's the because that's the the shitty thing you talked about, Mason. Is like you have these, you know, whether they're in their twenties, thirties, you know, on up, but yeah, these people who are in these management positions, and yeah, generally it's 
probably not the place they want to be. You know what I right. mean? Like they're they're not thrilled to be in that position. And then you, yeah, you the sixteen to eighteen year old are having to <laughs> deal with their bullshit. And we're and, assholes and, too at that age. Oh, like, let's not. Terrible, let's yeah. not. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. We're like, I'm a hot shot. I'm going places. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and so it probably sucks losers. for them too. Yeah, right. <laughs> See you, loser. <Yeah. clears throat> Somebody's just trying to like <laughs> make ends meet, and we're, and we're judging them because right. we're like, I'm out of here soon. You're fucking manager which is probably their worst job ever (laughs) or best probably a lot longer yeah it depends some of you know i had some good i had some some good managers that i i appreciated you know they did too they were kind and they were they were considerate and fun and kind of made work interesting and and i appreciate that did you did you really yeah, at Office Max, there were a couple of people there. I remember. I I actually really liked working at Office Max. I think it was because it's a big enough retail store. So when I think about like your your Robex Juice story, yeah. that's a and, and maybe even Sam Goody. No. It's a it's a very small space. Yeah. You cannot hide from customers. Right. So you're all anyone comes in, you're like you got to be on front and center. Yeah, and in Office Max, there was it's such a big store that you could find shit to do. You could be in the back or you could be around and you can kind of choose. There was a little more agency that go like, I'm going to help this person or I'm going to keep putting these pens on the, on the rack. You had more more autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. And you could hide and be in different places and have stuff you're doing. And my favorite time was sometimes like you would work overnight and you're just scanning stuff, playing music on the PA Mm -hmm. and then, you know, you didn't have to deal with customers at all. So, Oh, fucking inventory. Inventory. Yeah. And that was exhilarating because <laughs> yeah. you're up all night and just like weird hours. So it was fun. Yeah. I, I liked my structure job, the the store structure. I actually, out of all my retail jobs, I really enjoyed that one. I usually, I mean, yeah. wait, there was most of the managers I had were pretty nice and um, they had really good music. They would have like these special mixes that we'd play, you know, in the back. And you can control whatever you're going to play in the store. But you had to choose from like the six, seven CDs that they provided for you. Um, But they always had like music I had never heard before. At the time, I thought it was really edgy. Probably wasn't. But I don't know where they were. Like, I was like, this is crazy. Like, they don't even play it on the radio. Um, But it would be really fun because I'd just like listen to music and fold things like fold the gene wall over and over. And like. And most of the customers at that store that came in were really um, laid back, not to, I mean, they, they were just like, hey, I'm going to go to this event. Can you help me find something? And so it was like a really right. good experience out of all of them, out of all my retail experiences. That was, I would say the men's store was my best. So, so here's something that I never did, but I think both Mace and Joe, you did a little bit of this, but, and I have it. I feel like it should be on worse, but it's like working for a parent. Ooh. Oh, yes. So, yes. Yeah, that's a, that is a, it's funny because I was, I've been talking to some people and most people I've asked their first job was working for a parent. Mm-hmm. Was like, my dad paid me to stuff envelopes and said, I'll give you 20 oh. bucks if you just like all, you know, every time you stuff all these envelopes. And there's a lot of that. Like my dad had a printing business. And so that was actually a pretty cush job. Like I would just sit at the front and it was this, it was this, not a super busy business. So I would kind of like 
we didn't have the internet, but I would like play Minesweeper on the computer, and it was it was that was okay. But um, a lot of people have this like their parents figure out the shittiest part of their job, Ooh. and they go like, "Hey kid, <laughs> you want twenty bucks? I'll give it to you. <laughs> Do this." For me. Yeah, I, I, I working with my dad. I had more autonomy. Obviously, I was a little bit older. Yeah. But- but uh, you do have to deal with the dynamic of the father-son relationship, which, mm-hmm. you know, you take that out of the home and bring it, in, bring it into like an environment, like a workplace, and it really heightens kind of the tensions that you might have had in the home. It just heightens it. So you have to, re- yeah. you have to really be good at conflict management with your family when you, when you work with them <laughs> because it could bubble mm-hmm. over. And it gets ugly if it bubbles over in a public place. And so you really have to work hard to just <laughs> keep it under wraps and just talk about it after work. Because you know you you can't you can't separate uh, the relationship you have with your parents even if you're in a you know even if you're working you you have to suppress it but you can't you know it doesn't go away you still have the same resentments and problems and issues you have with your parents it's just now in a more open environment. It's also a much harder job to quit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, for real. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So my my wife uh, has her own hair salon, and so my uh, my sixteen year old daughter has has on occasion will will do some work at the salon for her, um, and it just is like, yeah, that that it's just really hard. You know what I mean? Like if if you're kind of being lazy, it's because you just get taught yes. differently too yes. by your parents than you would like a normal boss right. sure. normal boss like... talks to you like your parents do you you're probably gonna have to have words i mean I, I would have words with that person it'd be tough it'd be <laughs> tough to, you know it'd be tough to just swallow like you know what the f- you know like I, yeah i don't know like, i don't know how your parents <laughs> talk to you but how whatever your triggers are it's gonna happen at work also yeah. <laughs> they're gonna know exactly right. that Made for some interesting oh, conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. There, there I mean, are, one great. Yeah, there are jobs that I've, I've I know I've had that I've forgotten about. Honestly, there's I've had so many you know jobs when I was younger. Uh, there, yeah. there are retail jobs that were probably so bad that I I can't even recollect. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember every job you've had. Do you? You guys? I'm I sure. do, and then I think okay. about it, and I'm and I re- I start remembering other things I did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. And then he thinks he didn't work with Kurt, but he did. <laughs> right. Kurt quit on the right. first day. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry, right. sorry. Never I even showed up. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say that on one of the things I had on my best list, I think, for a starter job is uh, is CEO. And it, it <laughs> I mean, it has a prerequisite <laughs> that you have to have rich parents yeah. and, and that own businesses that you can take over. But it is definitely like I think one of the top best. I was just gonna put that out there. <laughs> See, I don't yeah, know how you um, feel about nepotism. But. I mean, I, I mean, I wish yeah. I wish I had you know I mean parents that would uh, you know elevate my status like that. No, but let's talk about. I mean, oh, what? Go ahead, Kurt. No, what were you saying? And may, and maybe it'll be, but like, like being a, like a YouTuber now or like an influencer, that's got to probably be high on, on, on the list. Cause like, if you, if you're one of these, well, cause I feel like all of my kids went through a stage they where they legit yeah, wanted yeah, to be a YouTuber at, at some point. And, and, you know, like link, my, my seven year old is 
crazy into hockey. And he tells me tonight, Dad, I want uh, on our next vacation, I want to go to Canada because I want to visit this. There's this family that's big in like the hockey circles, and he's been watching these YouTube videos incessantly. He's and he wants to meet this kid. That's why he wants to go on vacation in Canada. Um, and so it's just like I I have to feel like these these kids that little families or whoever that that like make a mark and and are making money and like companies are sending them shit like these Nerf videos yeah. and you know toy Unboxing, reviews yeah. and stuff. like like that has to be like the best job of all time like. You you have you know, all this money is coming in. You get free stuff of of the stuff you like, and like you're gonna be set up for. I thought long about time. that too, Kurt, because because you know I, I see like like my kids' friends want wanted to do. It. My kids aren't really into it, but their their friends are all they have phones already. Seven year olds have phones and already making <laughs> content for YouTube. But I mean, think of, on the flip side of that. Think about that. Uh, think about the parents that are putting out this content and have to put out the content with their kids, and they have to put out constantly put out their content. I don't know if the kids are really wanting to be on camera that much. And there, there has to be some sort of push and pull with like, you know, you have kids, you have to fucking do this. You have to get on camera right now. Right. I don't want to do it. You know, cause your kids sometimes don't want to do it. They want to just sleep in. They want to eat snacks. No, you got to get on camera right now. So there's some of that. That's probably not that great. Gotta do- it's also not yeah, a, like true. a long-term career oh, yes, yes. option. And, and I think no. the money because of scale, the money ends up, like yeah. if you if you hit it one time for a year then it, and you're not a dipshit you can live on it but uh you know I, I there's it does create some like if you make a million bucks opening toys when you're a kid like think about how that <laughs> fucks up your sense of like your perspective of wages for the rest yeah. of your life yeah like right. what are you like what's next you're like, you know? Wait, how it's much like... does this job pay everything is going to be a fucking disappointment <laughs> yeah, yeah. even if you're making a hundred grand a year yeah. when working a decent job yeah. like yeah. you're like when i was eight i opened toys <laughs> and people made I, a yeah, million when I was like when yeah. I was six my mom would wake me up at five in the morning every day and open shit up <laughs> all day and um and that, that was the that was the shit that was the life and she made me do it over right. and over, and I cried. <laughs> and she spent all my fucking money. <laughs> that is that is definitely yeah, an option. Is- I so I worked at this event called VidCon, which is like a conference for YouTube and TikTok and whatever people stars, and then all the fans that come to see them. And it was unreal because I didn't know who anyone was but they were all celebrities like i would look them up and they would have eight million followers and i had no idea who they are and and even trying to look at their social media feeds i didn't understand why they had eight million (laughs) followers and it's just it's it it, i'm old and i don't understand i I, mace i showed that i showed the vidcom gallery to rochelle's friend's daughter and she was flipping out because she like knew every single person they're like you know because like youtube stars now are almost bigger than movie yeah they're like movie stars when we were kids you know yeah yeah it's it was insane and i was like i don't care the only guy i knew was chocolate rain singer i was like i know him oh yeah i remember him yeah 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 very nice everyone was they were all pretty nice i I interrupted you mace you were starting a point oh my goodness um yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask we talked about retail but something another you know a a, an industry that i don't know how did 
Yeah. How Rest, many of us did we raise our hands worked in the restaurant industry? Yeah. yeah. I know Joey and I did. Did you guys ever work in the restaurant industry? Uh, I so I my my one and only, and this is yeah. falls in because I have food in in the worst. So I worked at um, what's the name? It's the soup and salad. Oh, Togo's. I remember you worked at Togo's. Um, no. No, 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 no. It's the uh, what's Fresh the soup choice? and the salad soup, place? Soup plantation. Soup plantation. Oh. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So I worked there. I was the. Um, I remember. I, I was remember the yeah. soup, <laughs> soup and pasta person, and it's so, a oh god. It was. It's still like I'm still traumatized by it. It was the worst. It just was like I figured out super this quick for that you. that was not for me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I hightailed it out of that fucking.